This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? It is episode 133 of This is the G Podcast. Tommy B's in the building. Uh, Tanya B is in the building. Uh, Vibe's yes. in the building. K-Dub's in the building. I'm going to come back to y'all in just a minute. Uh, as we tape today, the uh, there was a bipartisan agreement or framework agreed upon uh, for uh, gun control. So I want to go ahead and play this clip. This, as we tape, probably happened within the last half hour. So let me go ahead and play this and we'll come back on the other side, do our hellos and then go into Syracuse, Mike. But I want to go ahead and get this. Here we go. Senate negotiators have reached a bipartisan deal on guns that includes the backing of 10 Senate Republicans. Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell just released a statement on the negotiating group and he said, quote, I continue to hope their discussions yield a bipartisan product that makes significant headway on key issues like mental health and school safety, respects the Second Amendment, earns broad support in the Senate and makes a difference for our country. And I want you to talk about the change in strategy among you and your fellow Democrats on this issue. You apparently led by Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut, decided to basically take what you can get. And you need a partner in that strategy. You need a partner in those negotiations. And those, of course, are Republicans. But to that end, the notion of an assault weapons ban wasn't on the table in these negotiations. Even what you just talked about, a federal red flag law wasn't on these uh, wasn't in these negotiations, isn't part of this deal or even raising the age from 18 to 21. I realize that there are there's new, there will be um, strength and background checks for younger people. But to simply raise the age, which certainly I'm sure you wanted, wasn't part of this. Talk about the change in how you and your fellow Democrats approach these gun talks? Well, Dana, um, over the last decade, there's been attempt after attempt uh, to pass a broader, stronger provisions, such as you just described. Uh, the House just sent over to us uh, a broader and stronger bill uh, that I and uh, I think every uh, Democrat in our group would have supported, uh, although I don't speak for all of them, something that would have gotten the support of the majority of Democrats. Uh, but politics, Dana, is the art of the possible. Um, and frankly, it really helped to have Senator John Cornyn, a conservative, um, aggressive Republican uh, from Texas. I have legislated with John on a number of issues. In fact, the last bipartisan bill uh, relating to gun safety to get to President Biden's desk uh, was a bill that Senator Cornyn and I uh, wrote, worked on, and, and got included in the Violence Against Women Act. It was the Nick's denial notification mm -hmm. uh, bill that's now law. Uh, before that, he worked closely with Senator Chris Murphy on the Fix Nick's law. Um, it was critically helpful to have Senator Cornyn, a member of the Judiciary Committee, uh, a tough on crime conservative Republican, uh, making it clear what was possible and what might get uh, more than 10 Republican Senate votes. He was the whip of the Senate Republican Conference, the person who um, corrals votes for the leadership. Uh, and so he had a very well-defined sense, he and Senator Tellis, of what was possible. Mm. Um, and I think the approach that uh, Senator Murphy and Senator Sinema took as they were initially negotiating uh, with Tellis and Cornyn was, let's explore what's possible, what can get more than 10 Republican votes. Because frankly, to come up short in this moment, to deliver literally nothing again, was just too hard a prospect to contemplate. Yeah, and I'll get into my thoughts, but I do want to just kind of give you guys a little bit of information from Politico. And I just want to jump right into it because we've been talking about it. 
and and really the nation's talking about it for the it has has been for for decades um, but definitely within the last few weeks it's been hot and heavy but a group of 20 senators struck a bipartisan gun safety framework today as we tape on Sunday marking a significant breakthrough in Congress uh, Congress's attempts to address recent back-to-back mass shootings um, the emerging package is anchored around extra scrutiny for gun buyers under the age of 21. Grant states um, the right to implement so-called red flag laws, uh, new spending on mental health treatment and school security. Uh, the most significant piece of the proposal would subject uh, gun buyers 21 and younger to scrutiny of their criminal and mental records as juveniles. Uh, it's proved uh, tricky to write this because each state has different laws governing juvenile records. Uh, in addition to provisions on red flag laws, which allow law enforcement to seek temporary removal of firearms from an individual who is a threat to himself or others, the package would also uh, close what's known as the boyfriend loophole by broadening uh, firearms restrictions on those who have abused their romantic partners. The package also aims to crack down on straw purchasers, uh, illegal unlicensed firearms dealers, and that's according to the summary of the agreement. They have not written anything up. This is all a framework, and this is from Politico. Uh, a couple of things, and then I'll throw it to you guys. Uh, thank you so much again. This is the G Podcast, episode 133. Jumping into, um, as we come on today, big news in uh, this, uh, I guess, push for uh, gun control. Uh, but a couple of my thoughts. It does not address the assault weapon. It does not address the AR-15. Uh, it does not, and, and and this is just for me, it does not address tighter review of congressional, the lobbyist activities with gun manufacturers. Uh, it does not address giving victims the ability to sue gun sellers and manufacturers, and or even, in my opinion, go after the family, uh, especially if they know. Uh, it does not address federal oversight of police response procedures, which we'll see in how really egregious, how bad uh, it was in Uvalde, Texas. Um, you know, and, and I'm going to say this and I'd love what y'all think about this. I think, I mean, basically this basically from my my viewpoint, you know, Congress just wanted this off their backs. You know, this shit was getting hot and heavy. You could see the protest as we taped this weekend all across the country. Um, you had people like Matthew McConaughey stepping up. Um, you know, Hollywood is putting pressure. Your, ne- your next thing you know, and they're not done. I mean, we're, we're a long way from really getting what I think we should do in this country. Uh, it's a start. And we did say call them and ask what, what was the big push is ask, do something. And, and I just got to say, it does not address the weapon. So I'll throw it to you. I want to start with you, Tanya B. First, if you would. Go you ahead. Know, it, it also does not address the 3D guns that are killing people, too. No. And a lot of them, you know, are the are easier to get if you cannot get a gun legally. It's easy to get illegal guns. So let's talk about the 3D well, guns. There is let's something all- there is something in there that says something about illegal, unlicensed firearm dealers which would address people who may be pimping these things online. You know what I mean? Okay. It's, it's so, a gray area. Okay. Yeah, I got a, you. It's a gray the other area. Thing, and the straw purchase. Right. The other thing. Well. I, yeah. Go ahead. All right. The other thing is, okay, it's an election year. Let's not, you know, let's yep. not forget that. Yep. Let's also keep in mind that. And I just wonder, had that guy not tried to go to Brett Kavanaugh's house and kill him the other day, would they have moved this quickly? Because not until it affects one of their own or it comes up in their backyard or front yard. Yep. You know, and, and what I, I I love, again, I, I go back to, uh, I think, Steve Perry, the coach. Is it Steve Perry? 
Is that his name? The coach of the Warriors. Oh, Steve. The Kerr. one that Steve named Kerr. Steve, Steve Kerr. Kerr. I'm sorry. Steve Perry was with Steve Perry from Journey. Journey. Okay. <laughs> See, I got mu- I got music on my mind. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, tried it to my head, not my heart. No problem. But let's talk. Okay, Steve Kerr. You know, and I'm so glad that he put those. Those uh, politicians are on Front Street. And I'd be curious to find out who are those 10 Republicans that said they're going to kind of go with the flow, I guess, up to a point. Because, again, one thing I'd like us to do, and we, need, we may not get to it today, hmm. but let's, I have a list of those uh, Republicans, GOP, I think you call them. I call them the donkeys. But anyway, yeah. um, who get money from the NRA and how much they're getting. And like I said, Ted Cruz gets the most. He gets millions. Well, you, you know, know what, Tanya, and, B, I'm going to say this. I'll post their names, but I'm not going to waste our time on the podcast. I mean, I will post it on the note. I'll post it on the on the yeah, uh, website. Get the, the top, the ones that get the top, but those yeah, are the well, ones yeah. I'm sure you're going to find yeah. that continue to say, "Oh, it's you know, I get it. You're right." My, like I said, my grandfather was in the NRA, mm-hmm. but these people that are out here taking down people and doing these mass shootings, yeah. they're mentally ill, and they are not those people that have any respect for the NRA or what they claim to stand for. We got you know, cuckoo peanut and them out here getting getting these guns and slaughtering people. And it's gotten to yep. the point now where there are like two or three mass shootings every week yeah, and people yeah. are becoming desensitized to it. Yeah. I think ultimately what it comes down to, I'm going to throw it to you in a minute, uh, Kate, then I'm coming to you, Vi. But um, I do want to say that ultimately this is all about power and money. And if you don't believe it, uh, and we're going to get to these hearings that uh, aired on Thursday, the first round of hearings, uh, this is about power and money for these guys. They they only are concerned about staying in power and they only are concerned about padding their pockets. I mean, I don't care. And people will say, well, you know what? They really have a heart for leadership. They really have a heart for service. No, they don't. I mean, you know, and, and that's why I'm I'm such a big proponent of term limits. I don't believe Congress yes. should uh, win uh, be able to stay in there with in perpetuity. <laughs> I mean, stay. I mean, that's that's some uh, fiefdom, you know, uh, going back to medieval days where you just, right, you know, and that was before people yeah. of color yeah. got in there. Mm-hmm. But then that was to protect people like Strom Thurmond yeah. and Mitch McConnell and the rest of those nuts. Yeah. And, you know, and they wrote that for them. And I, I, just, I just expecting I just truly believe that the people and, and AOC said this this morning, and, and I, I tend to agree with her. Um, that this is probably when you look at Congress in terms of the generation of the folks who are in Congress, these are all old people, you know, and she says, you know, there's not enough millennial representation, you know, just like these guys started off young, you know, a lot of these people have started off young in their twenties, thirties in Congress, and they've been in there till they're like 60, 70, 80. You know, and, and her problem and, and that I, I agree with her wholeheartedly, you know, it they push out young leadership and representation who really has a better understanding because most of those folks only have grandkids or great grandkids who go to school every day. Most of them go to private school who are, that are extremely what in gated lockdown. All, they don't have kids in public school where they're even in a, in a position or in a situation where something like this could happen, or especially in Uvalde. So I'm going to go to K-Dub real quick. K-Dub, any, any thoughts on, mm-hmm. on what we got so far? And, and again, it's going to take a, probably these guys go on, um, on leave. They go on summer vacation, whatever you want to call it, on June 25th. Uh, but what, what, what do you think about what we got so far? Well, like you said, I, I agree. 
it's a start. So, and I'll take that and let that keep me cool. But that not having that red flag for the assault uh, weapon, hmm. not raising the age limit, yeah, is yeah. straight bullshit. Yeah, I agree, man. That's how I feel about that, man. Yeah, repeat they, that. They know that needs to be raised. <laughs> What'd you call it? It's bullshit. Yeah. It's straight Re- bullshit. Right. Remix, <laughs> rewind, repeat, restate, yeah. please. Say it okay, for the people. Well, yeah. One more again. On, on meds and everything. Now, just yeah. raise the age limit. Raise the, raise yeah, the age. I agree. I agree. Uh, go to you, Vi. Well, I think it's just, it's a bunch of bull. I think they just want to say, okay, we did something. Cause they like the AK. Yeah, I don't understand. No one needs the AK. The, the AK. No one needs that weapon. Yeah, AK fifteen. You don't yeah. need it for shooting. They are fifteen. What do you need the weapon for? Yeah, yeah. And let me ask you, Vi. You were in the military. No one needs that weapon. You did you ever? Did you ever? Uh, did you ever handle the AR fifteen? Nah, the M sixteen. Okay, M sixteen. Okay, got it. Okay, M sixteen. I didn't find that. Yeah, I, M sixteen. Let me ask Vi. What? what no is, one needs a weapon that shoots. No. <laughs> In the military, no one needs a weapon that shoot that many automatic fires. All right, Vi, let me ask you this: In the military, what you what, what what would an AR fifteen be used for? In the military, isn't that what its purpose it was supposed to be? For protection, we only use weapons like that for protection. We don't even put them on automatic when we practice with them. We use a single shot when you when you qualify. Yeah, you know what you know what so I heard. No one needs that weapon. You know what I heard somebody say that they need the AR-15 for shooting uh, what they call them. What do they call them in the country? Rabbits. <laughs> like <laughs> What? I mean, no, they, they mentioned that, but they said they need them to protect their gardens and their fields for what, coyotes. What? I, you know, oh, they were please. just coming up it's with that's, dogs. But that's BS. crazy. BS. They're just lying. They lying. They're just, just lying. lying. No yeah. one need. And then like, the age limit. The yeah. age limit should definitely be raised. Yeah. And the AR-15 should just be banned. If you're not in the military or a police officer, you should not lie. You should not be allowed to have that weapon. I agree. I agree. Yep. That's just my personal opinion. And and you know what? I don't think this is about the Second Amendment again. Uh, going back to when the Second Amendment was created, they were using mullets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were load powder. See, they're taking boom. it. So they they take <laughs> that old ass. They take the Second Amendment too. They take that Second Amendment too far. Yeah. It's just like freedom of speech. I mean, it, you know, First Amendment, you, have, you know. Yeah. I mean, every yes. every every amendment has a reasonable boundary. When it comes down to the First Amendment, you can't go into and, and people hear this all the time. You can't go into a theater and just scream fire, you know. Uh, so so my whole like point is every so, like amendment said, should what, have a reasonable boundary. Go ahead, Vi. What'd you say? I said they need to be redone. Like said, what man need 100 weapons? Yeah, I agree. What man need 100 weapons? I agree, bro. I agree. Hey, I had a clerk hit him. I said, dude, because I had a clerk. I said, I had a clerk. I said, dude, why you got all these weapons? He said, I just like collecting them. I said, what? Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's a lot of weapons. Yeah. Episode 133. This is the G Podcast. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture. Tanya B is in the building. Tanya B, how you doing? Let me let me give you your applause and your air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Tanya B is in the building, y'all. Tanya B and the Bird Wire is in full effect. Again, it is Black Music Month. Give us a little bit of uh, what you actually covered this week uh, on the Bird Wire. Just a little bit. Look, um, This week, I actually, I covered, and again, I talk about music and how it was changed, mostly in the 70s, 80s, and the 90s. And one of the things I always say is we must, you know, pay homage to our legends. And I've got new music this week, another new cut from the legendary Temptations. The album is called 60. It's not getting any uh, promotional support by Motown Shady um, in this country. You've been calling out Motown, but go ahead. (laughs) I'll keep doing, oh honey, you know I got, I'm an OG, I got stories, but anyway, we won't get into that now. (laughs) You know, and just tell people, this is one of the best albums I've heard all year. And they've got, I mean, it's really, I just say, help yourself. I've got new music from the legendary Bar K's. You know, they've been around since the, the 60s, since Otis Redding. And then whenever I go back to a year and this year I went back to 1990 as music was changing and I played a song by a group called Mantronics Yes, Mantronics. Uh, yeah, okay. Take your time. Fresh is the word. And just talk about how they came to be and how after they, you know, they had their time in the sun, in the spotlight. And Mantronics, Curtis Mantronics, went on to do A&R. And he's the person that signed the legendary EPMD. A lot of people don't know that before they got to Def Jam. He yeah. signed them. Who yeah. knew? And he also worked with a young lady by the name of Joyce Sims. And everybody knows, come uh, into my yes. life. Joyce Sims. He did that. Mm-hmm. All in and all. And the other thing... Yeah, all in all. Yeah. And one other thing I want to share this with you. I didn't know about Mantronics is that because of the work that he did, he's actually responsible for a lot of the Miami bass music and even the trap crap rap. I call it in Atlanta, that whole all that bass rap. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't don't you do what? that. Don't you talk about what? my bass. Crap. Crap. <laughs> don't you talk about my bass. You better take, I, I'm, I know. I, I can get with some Miami bass. No, come trap on. rap is come crap. On come, on. come on. Mumble come rap. On. Anyway, on a lot of people don't give him oh, credit well, I, for it, but no. he is a... I'm not going. I'm not talking about the trap. I'm talking about bass. I'm talking about so so deaf. The um, you know that you know my boy. Oh no, that is not crap. When I talk about trap rap, I'm talking about this mumble the mouth mumble like future and these okay. other. Right. Yeah, the mumble. Yeah. So yeah. So a lot of that, even with the so so deaf stuff, again, the Miami bass. Everybody remembers like my songs, like my boo and things like that. Yeah. That is <laughs> as a result of Curtis Mantronics, and there is your black music moment in history. Yes. Now you know. Yeah. Y'all give it up for Tanya B in the building. Right yes, on. yes. 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 Tanya B, thank you so much. Let me give you your applause. For Black Music Month, our music uh, connoisseur is in the building. Also, K-Dub is our music connoisseur. K-Dub, how you doing? Let me give you some applause, applause. You know, I'm over here doing. I got a whole different thing jumping off, but we're mm-hmm. making it happen. There you go, man. Yeah, giving, mu- giving music lessons in the process. Too. I'm glad to have you back on yeah. the text chain, too, man. Glad uh, you got the... <laughs> That's inside, but either way, I got to get. Yeah, I got. We shared our stories about phones, about phones, and and the text, the group text. By speaking of the group text, Mister Mister Water Resistant Phone. Anybody, if anybody out there in the audience knows if there's a water resistant phone, um, if I don't take a shot, first of all, don't take your phone in the shower. That's one. The iPhone is water resistant, not the not the eight track tape Android, but, but not water not waterproof. And there's a difference. Y'all need to understand that. It, you know, proof and resistant, two different things. But y'all give it up for Vi in the building. Vi is back. Yeah. What up? Vi. And, and, and Vi, Vi is. IPhone. You miss what? Me too. Me too. You do what? I miss my iPhone. I bet you do, bro. 
And Vi is, Vi is, you know, Vi, you know, Vi on the weekends, you know, Vi is out there. Vi, so Vi, Vi is the old man on the porch. Is anybody, wa- he, he's in, he's in Forsyth, Georgia at his mama house sitting on the porch doing the show. Hey Vi, is anybody walking by you, man, waving? Like, are the, do people even still walk down the street? No, no, no. They don't walk down the street in the country anymore, do they? It is too. <laughs> it's too hot today. It's too hot today. You're like walking nowhere. <laughs> that, that fish grease. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I'll be back with some no. give us give us some benediction, man. But uh, let's go ahead and do Syracuse Mike real quick, and um, and we'll come back on the other side and 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 take another look at this madness. All right, y'all. Here we go. We'll be right back. News team, assemble. It's time for the week. In news with Syracuse Mike. A 911 dispatcher has been fired after being accused of not properly handling a call from a supermarket employee who whispered for help as the gunman opened fire in Buffalo last month. The caller says the dispatcher shouted at her, asked her why she was whispering, then hung up on her. After a deadly weekend across the country, there are new gun laws in New York. Governor Kathy Hochul, who is up for re-election, signed the bills into law. No 18-year-old can walk in on their birthday and walk out with an AR-15. Those days are over. You hear that? Those days are over. Senate talks continue for measures to do something, and that includes red flag law. The Justice Department has charged leaders of the Proud Boys with conspiring to use force to oppose the presidential transfer of power. The group played a central role in the January 6th U.S. Capitol attack. In January, the Justice Department unveiled similar seditious conspiracy charges against the Oath Keepers, an anti-government militia group. At the White House Tuesday, actor Matthew McConaughey, who is from Uvalde, Texas, shared a message concerning firearms in this country. I promise you, uh, America, you and me, we are not as divided as we are being told we are. McConaughey got emotional as he talked about how one little girl was identified following the shooting that took the lives of 19 children and two teachers in Uvalde on May 24th. These are the same green converse on her feet that turned out to be the only clear evidence that could identify her after the shooting. Also at the White House, Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy, who says he continues to work to bring both political parties together to make something happen. The American people are looking for progress right now. They're looking for action. A new USA Today Ipsos poll shows that half of Republicans support stricter gun laws. That's a significant increase following the recent mass shootings. Republican support jumped from 35% last year to 50% now. That may give some GOP lawmakers the backing they need to finally tighten federal gun laws. Uvalde, Texas has only one pediatrician, and he told a House hearing in Washington what he saw in graphic detail as he treated the victims of the elementary school mass shooting. Two children whose bodies have been pulverized by bullets fired at them, decapitated, whose flesh had been ripped apart, that the only clue at their identities was a blood-splattered cartoon clothes still clinging to them. Clean for life and finding none. That's Dr. Roy Guerrero. Also Wednesday, in a pre-recorded video, an 11-year-old at Robb Elementary School described what it was like to survive the mass shooting. Earlier in the week, a son of the oldest victim in the Buffalo supermarket shooting appeared before the Senate Judiciary Committee, telling lawmakers... Is there nothing that you personally are willing to do to stop the cancer of white supremacy and the domestic terrorism it inspires? Because if there is nothing, then respectfully, senators, you should yield your positions of authority and influence to others that are willing to lead on this issue. Every enforcement agency charged with protecting the homeland has conducted risk and threat analysis and determined that white supremacy is the number one threat to the homeland. That's Garnell Whitfield. 
And an armed man was arrested Wednesday near the home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh after he allegedly threatened to kill the justice. Congress is currently considering security proposals for the Supreme Court's families and staff. There were new details during Thursday's primetime hearing by the January 6th committee investigating the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. They showed never-before-seen video of the attack. Committee Vice Chair Liz Cheney said former President Trump had a sophisticated seven-point plan to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The committee blamed him for what led up to the Capitol attack. On video, we learned Trump's own advisors and family members didn't back his efforts to overturn the election. His daughter, Ivanka Trump, told the panel that she respected the Justice Department finding that there was no election fraud. Atlanta native and Capitol Police officer Caroline Edwards was one of the first people to testify live Thursday. She was also injured during the attack. I was called Nancy Pelosi's dog, called incompetent, called a hero, and a villain. I was called a traitor to my country, my oath, and my constitution. By the way, Republicans have called the work of the January 6th committee political and have even promised to release their own report about that day. New inflation numbers telling all of us what we already know. Prices continue to go up. Today's numbers show consumer prices jumped 8.6% last month. That's actually more than April's increase, which was 8.3%. Energy and food driving the increase. Just amazing. And by the way, um, highest in 40 years when we look at the inflation jump. In addition to that, um, what gas over 5%, over $5 in, in, in most uh, states, most cities. Um, and by the way, when it comes down to that uh, hearing on Thursday, uh, we had 20 million people who actually tuned in, about 20 million. So, um, you know, it's not like people weren't there watching and engaged. Uh, we're talking, what, 20 million people who actually watched it. So, um, you know, and, and you know what I like to call that whole thing? And, and if anything, it's not intended for uh, for us. Um, and Vi, go ahead and put yourself on, on mute for a minute, and I'll come back to you. But uh, when it comes down to what people are seeing right now, ultimately, um, what they're getting is cult deprogramming. And that's what I call it. I mean, they are basically just... Um, pushing this out there for people who are tied to that cult and it's cult deprogramming uh, because we all know what we saw and and you know for, for for somebody in the GOP to even make a statement that they will do their own what you gonna create your own set of facts I mean what, what are we gonna I mean what could, what you gonna show you know I mean seeing the video seeing the footage I watched it again and I'll tell you I thought they did an excellent job. Uh, I wasn't sure if they could actually uh, lay out the facts in a concise way that would hold people's attention. And they did. They really did a good job. As we tape um, the next, um, the next one is going to be Monday as we tape on Sunday. So it's tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. And uh, only about, what, an hour and a half, I think, when when you talk about like the first half hour when they had the commentators on. But um, it was it was worth it. I think. And, and, and again, I, you know, y'all correct me if you think I'm wrong by saying it, but it's almost like, you know, how you just deep program people who are in a cult. That's what we're going to have to do. And it's funny because in 1972, I'm only eight years old, 73 and Watergate was going on. It's still the same. It was the same way with Watergate. There were people who still, when you had G Gordon Liddy, who was just a nut using Hitler, I mean, I, y'all can take a look at the history of G. Gordon Liddy. When this man came out, they made him a hero. 
you know, gave him his own TV show, his own radio show, national. And this guy was a criminal. So it's like sometimes a lot of these folks, it's like deprogramming a cult. That's what we're dealing with. So I'm going to go to you, Tanya B., uh, and then go around the horn. Anything else stand out? I I just wonder, like you said, 20 million people did tune in. But I wonder how long those numbers will stay up. Because if they drag this out too long, people are going to lose interest. They're going to stop watching. And if they have it on too long. And here's the thing. It was on at night the other night. Now, there are some people, a lot of people who are either back to work or working from home. Now it's coming on during work hours. So I'm just thinking the numbers are going to drop. And that may be by design. The other thing I want to say, you talk about G. Gordon Liddy, how people, again, no consequences and they get rewarded for bad behavior. Yeah, he went to but jail for a minute, wanted, but yeah, you just, go ahead. You're right. Go ahead. He didn't go long enough. But he, you know what? <laughs> Think about this. Back when this whole thing was going on, you had, they called her Big Mouth Martha Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Now, she was the wife of John Mitchell. And the more he tried to keep her quiet, the more she would talk. And she started mm-hmm. putting all of their business on Front Street. Yeah, yeah. And um, what's interestingly enough, there's uh, a series, a short a uh, short form series called Gaslit on, I believe it's on stars yep. and Julia Roberts plays Martha Mitchell. And I'm like, you know what? Martha Mitchell was ahead of her time. So I, I, I just, I hope there's a Martha Mitchell somewhere in this mix mm-hmm. that will put these folks on front street. And I would say maybe just All help right. yourself. Even if you just get the, the, uh, what do you call it? The free trial mm-hmm. and check out Gaslit. Or John Dean, on, who uh, actually eventually took, took the whole thing down. But my, my point is, mm-hmm. it's like when you look at Watergate, The biggest difference being the fact that there was no social media back then. The other big thing was the fact that you only had, what, the big three. You had ABC, NBC, CBS, and then PBS. So you didn't have as many. I mean, now and plus, you know, social media, uh, when you look at the fact that uh, with the uh, January 6th, uh, uh, the one we just saw. Fox didn't even show it. They just had uh, what's his name? Crazy man. I, I just call him crazy man on doing his show debunking everything you know so but i heard that they're not carrying it because they are part of that whole problem and it will put them on front street well the former editor me. the former editor from fox is on tomorrow as we take he'll be on and he's going to talk about uh how fox news uh actually was involved in this so it's going to be interesting to see what he says but i agree with you when it comes down to daytime programming uh i think yeah. that 20 million is going to be the height of everything. And keep in mind, 100 million, over 100 million people watch the Super Bowl. So this ain't even close to like maximum audience. This is only, you know, like a drop in the bucket when you consider it's a national uh, broadcast. K-Dub, hey man, any any thoughts? And then we'll come to you, Vi. Birds and all. You said it perfectly. You got to deprogram the cult, but there's cult members in all phases of America. <laughs> yes, Fox. there is. <laughs> cult. It's wide and it's deep. Yeah, and, and and you can actually relate that to the mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I agree. That's what it is. I just it's look at this, story, and man. and you know whether if you are independent, um, those are the folks who they want to watch this. Honestly, the independent people, and hopefully the independents will see it and make a decision because the people on the far right, the Fox folks, they already lost. It's going to be a long time before. They see the light and they understand the damage that that whole thing did. But, you know, I'm going to say this and I don't mean this um, (laughs) in a terroristic way, but I will say when you saw or they didn't play the tape, but when you saw Trump's response to Mike Pence when uh, in in this um, in this last uh, 
the last hearing when he said, well, maybe the followers should, maybe they were right. Maybe they should have hung Mike. I didn't say maybe they should have done it. That just said it all to me. That one statement to me, you know, I've, I've never, you know, we don't respect, we know what the dude is all about. But if that doesn't say something to you, then what? This dude is the president of the United States. Okay. Still president. It ain't, it ain't turned over yet. And he says, well, maybe they're right to talk about hanging Mike, Mike, Prince, Mike Pence. What? <laughs> that alone, y'all. Think about that statement. Your vice president. Your vice president. Your dude. Okay. The, the dude that was kissing selfish, your butt. He for, just a selfish prick. <laughs> that's just like, maybe they should have hung. He's just a selfish prick. <laughs> like, dang. But you know, to a certain just extent. just a selfish prick. I agree. And I just think maybe to a certain extent. Retarded. Yep. If this happens again, maybe to a certain extent, some of these people might have to feel that pain. They may have to understand that, you know, what they're really dealing with out here. When we look at the fact that uh, in Idaho, what is it, 31 guys in a U-Haul truck in the middle of in the, in the beginning of summer? What were they doing in the U-Haul truck? They couldn't find a van. <laughs> they couldn't find Sweating. a passenger van. It was cheap, but again, no, see, the thing is, if they had had a passenger van or any other vehicle with windows, no, they would have been point. seen. Yes. And, and okay. I'm, I'm joking about the, the, the U-Haul. Okay. I know what their intent was with the U-Haul, but it was like, I went on Twitter right after that came out, right? So I want to see what the response was on Twitter. And there were people like, well, why'd they get arrested? What were they doing? They weren't doing anything. They were just in the back of a U-Haul. Dude, they had army gear. They had they had smoke grenades. You know what I'm saying? They had, what do you call the shields? They had shields. Yeah, they were ready to go to battle and incite a riot. Yes. So so people, I'm, I'm, I, I, I kid you not, there were people saying, well, why'd they get arrested? They weren't doing anything. They just minding their own business in the back of a U-Haul. What? They got caught. They got caught before Busted. they could do anything. And you know what? I would say this. Right. And they yeah. were going to, I think it was an L, uh, Pride event, LGBTQIA+. Yeah, it was a Pride event. You had families, you had Idaho, families out there. Right. Go ahead. Yeah, but, I'm saying, but the people in Idaho, and mm-hmm. a lot of those folks have children. Yes. Y'all are sleeping with one eye open now. Because yeah. don't think they won't try it again. It's only June 12th. And even with that happening in Idaho at that event, only one of the people of the 31, only one was from Idaho. Everybody else from was from all the, all over the country. So just think of that when it comes down to events that may happen. And they call these soft targets. All these events that happen. That's why I say you got to really pay attention to your surroundings. K-Dub, you said it best. You got to really pay attention to your surroundings because you're in a soft target situation that, that's not um, you know, heavily secured. They call them soft targets. Right. This situation was a soft target. They could have made they could have really mm-hmm. even if they didn't have guns in the U-Haul, you throw at if I, you can you can speak to this. You take the grenade, the smoke grenade, you got snipers out there, you got smoke, you can conceal the shooter. Yeah. So, you know, this could have been yeah. a whole lot worse. Yeah. So you don't we don't you really know. What know. The other thing is like no. you said, they these soft. We just live in the reality with. Go ahead, Vi. I think we just living in a time where these people are just they only believe what they want to believe. Mm-hmm. Like the thing at the Capitol, a lot of folks just refuse to believe that that was serious. Mm. And even though they saw it, yeah, they still don't believe. They, it, they still it. don't think it was That's serious. Crazy. Honestly, I believe we had some Kirkmans involved with that. Oh, oh, absolutely. Because well, they got too close to home. Well, the point was that also we came out. We had some Kurgans involved with that. Yeah, we did, Vibe, because... The is everywhere. Yep. 
They had mm-hmm. they had congressmen immediately after this happened run to the White House requesting pardons because they knew something was going to go down. And they got the list of people who actually ran to Trump requesting pardons in advance because they knew something was going to go down eventually after the after the January 6th commission. So I, I, I do think and, and, and I want to move well, on. Well, we this. heard about that then. Well, it, we did. They mentioned it at the hearing. Uh, as a matter of fact, Liz Liz Cheney mentioned. I'm talking about why ain't, but why ain't them, why ain't them been done to be guys? Look, why, dude? <laughs> That's what we all we all now. What I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is, and this is what I heard. Why do you think? Why do you, <laughs> why do you think? That's done? my point. But but I will because say this: shouldn't and I, even been running loose. Yes, that's my point. But. There are people, Newsweek released a report this weekend saying that by the end of the month, uh, Trump will be charged. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I ain't holding my breath. I ain't holding my breath, but we'll see. Yeah, I ain't holding my Me neither. I got to, got to see it to believe it. Yeah, so true. So true. All right, y'all. Hey, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and, and we're going to mm-hmm. come back with Tanya B's tea because she cooking and everything, too. So let's take a break, and we'll come right back. time y'all sipping the tea with Tanya B. All right, Tanya B. Hey, hey, real quick before you get started, though, I do want to say 114 days since Brittany Griner was arrested as we taped today. And also, uh, this is the sixth anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando. As we taped yes. today, yes. Uh, that happened 49 people. And, and again, at the hands of a, at, uh, some nut with a, an assault rifle, rifle. With a gun. With a gun. Mm-hmm. With a gun. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Tanya B. What you got? Okay, well, first of all, I want to say we're going to start off with the celebrity prayer list and uh, we're going to have to go down to the altar call usher board number two to lay hands on the alleged cousins. Albie Shore and Christopher Williams are both in the hospital. Uh, I understand Chris Williams is in a hospital in Atlanta where he resides. He's had some issues. He had a really Mm. bad bout with shingles that were in his head and all over his face. And he also had a really bad bout with COVID not too long ago. So maybe he's a long hauler again. Undisclosed disease, Albie Shore. Now let's talk about your cousin, Albie Shore. Wow. Now, first of all, I know Albie Shore's been living uh, on a farm in a farmhouse, and I thought maybe he got bitten by a tick. But then, you know, it's interesting how, you know, he's, you know, please pray for me. I'm getting surgery. And I heard it might have to do something with his uh, gastric bypass surgery, allegedly. But here's the thing you have enough wherewithal to be skinning and grinning while you're going down the hall in a wheelchair with IV bags, you know, attached to the chair. And then you're all wrapped up and you see this, uh, I guess, a nurse giving you this medical treatment. But you're sitting there with a baseball cap on. Now, I tell you one thing if I were in the hospital and, you know, it were that serious, the last thing I'd think about is, Wear my baseball cap. We already know, you know. Al, uh, anyway. Well, maybe get he, well, maybe he didn't want to. Maybe he just didn't want to put his face out there like that, you know. With social but we media. saw his face. He could have just had wrapped. His head was just about wrapped up. Anyway, I don't yeah. get the whole thing with the baseball cap, but okay. that, you know, we'll let it go. Right. And so now I'm going to go in, in this week's tea. I'm going to say it's like the mass shootings. I'm so over all of this stuff, the murders, the violence, and all of this. Um, 
Tootsie Rollin'. And I'll just start off with uh, the death of Chicago rapper FBG Cash. Um, what's interesting is his music only focused on things he probably had no knowledge of being money, violence and threats against, you know, any other challengers or any, you know, people that I guess he didn't like. He was shot and killed. He was sitting in a car with a young lady who's now still in serious condition in the hospital. And from what I'm uh, understanding, the shooters stopped, got out of a car, sprayed the, his, the car he wow. was in with bullets, and then they, they drove away. Wow. And, you know, again, he's part of this Chicago gang called the Flyboy Young. That's what uh, FBG means. And uh, they used to be called the Clout Boys and the Tooka Gang. And one of the other members, another FBG, I guess like the, the ASAP people, he was killed last year. And then... Uh, why what's his name fbg had a video that came out two weeks ago called intro so you know i wonder if um he died by what he claimed to live by that's chicago chicago it's it's that drill music i mean that drill uh even even in the uk um you know drill music is is is, i mean you know there's a point where i think whenever whenever we speak out against this kind of behavior the hip hop community comes. Well, you know, you need to let us, you know, make our money and do what we got to do, and quit being, quit being a hater. But you're dying. You know what I'm saying? You got you're 12 dying. rappers now, dying you... in 2022. Just, I mean, shooting right. death. And the thing is, and why can't you do it legally too? A lot of let's yeah. call a thing a thing. A lot of this is dope boy money. We'll just call a thing a thing. Yeah. And I say a lot of times, but sometimes it's not. And that which brings me to the Atlanta rapper Trouble. Now he was murdered. Um, and this is a really it, it's like a bad like fatal attraction. Uh, he was murdered, and he was actually sleeping in the apartment of a woman that I guess he was dating or hanging out with. Mm. And the man is now in custody, uh, Jamichael. He turned himself in because his mom told him to. But here's the thing. He's the ex-boyfriend of this woman that Trouble was with, and he had physically abused her, and she broke up with him a week before he came wow. back. I guess he was stalking her, and he started shooting. Wow. And what does that... Well, that solves nothing. It solves nothing. So now this guy's got a felony murder charge, home invasion, and battery he's got to deal with. And Trouble, I guess, if he was doing anything that you know was less than legal no. uh at least he kept it on the low low he's from the uh, uh edgewood area of atlanta near sweet auburn was very proud to be from there did a lot to pour into the community yeah. uh everybody from lebron james to uh gucci main and ti you know acknowledge his passing but the thing about it was he was not really you know internationally known like a lot of these uh rappers right. but you know he had people like ti in his corner and he had been on uh records with like drake in the weekend and uh, those what those three offset Quavo and the um, Amigos the, the Amigos yeah yeah them yeah okay so um, yeah. yeah so this is actually kind of kind of tragic and then like you said you've got little Key that got murdered and you know all of this mess with Young Thug and Gunna and uh, what's his name YFN that Lucci Gucci guy that yeah. you know, had to do with um, Young Thug's uh, son's mother getting murdered it's just it's too much it's just too much well you and I were having the I conversation via text this morning we were talking about the fact mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I mentioned this that um, these labels, there's got to be some level of, of accountability uh, for these guys if they're signed to labels. Um, when you know now now trouble, different situation. <laughs> but in terms of when it comes down to some of these cats who are out here doing music that actually attracts and promotes, you know maybe the label needs to be held accountable to some extent, especially if multiple people are are killed. And and you know, you know they're not because and I'm you gonna know, tell you why. Well, I'm, I'm but I'm going to say that because you and I also okay, talked about mm. the fact. 
that there's no A&R, there's no, you know, artist repertoire to, to teach them. And there's the development. No, you don't even it's, have. It's about money. Yeah, you don't even have a, a morals clause when it comes down to, no. you know, but some let, of the, you know, because I mean, it, if you go out and kill somebody, them, you should be dropped from the label. Deals. Right, they wouldn't have deals if there. Well, honestly, if there was a morals clause, Biggie would have never got signed. Let's call a thing a thing. But I'm I'm talking about when you decide that you're going to be an artist and you're going to be an an international artist. You need to make a decision at that point that you're going to turn your life around. You're going to be at least like Jay Z. You're going to give up a lot of that stuff that perpetuates violence on the streets that might get you killed one day. I'm not saying you know. No, I got you. You know, but but I'm just saying you know, and and I know even back in the day when we saw the transition of hip hop when it started to really go off the rails, um, people would say, well, you know, we just CNN. We just report what we see. But I think there's a difference between reporting what you see and manufacturing some bullshit that, that gets Absolutely. people killed. And I will say this, you know? when, when Biggie was out there hustling, you know, he was out there slinging, Puffy yeah. told him, you've got to stop doing this. Well, I got to make some money. Well, you know, and so that was more like the exception than the rule. The other thing is, you know, like I said, there is no more artist development. And I just want to put somebody else on blast. And this is somebody that I'm friends with, but let's call a thing a thing. Yeah. Kevin Lyles. Okay. He has, uh, he's got, uh, Gunna is signed to his label, 300 yeah. Entertainment. Instead of trying to do something with this kid, he hey, he didn't come bail him out of jail, but he has no he's he can't get out anyway. He wants to start a petition to get him out of jail. I'm like, Kevin Lyles, did you fall and hit your head? <laughs> yeah. You got something. I don't even, out I don't even think they accept him bail now, Tanya B, but I get your point. I get no, your I'm saying point. they're not, but I'm saying it, it what's a petition to get your artist yeah. who has yeah. de- allegedly destroyed a lot of lives and caused people a lot of heartache and trouble, yeah. and you want me to sign a petition to get him out of jail so you can make more money off him? Yeah. Get off my phone yeah. okay what else you got uh we're going to talk about let's let's go over to something let's go talk about the whole hopping of the week and that would be uh the breakup of michael b jordan and Lori harvey and the thing about it is this just came out but they have been split up for a while he at 35 wanted to settle down she at 25 still wanted to be out there tootsie rolling and that's why people think oh he's already dating this mystery brunette he's been dating this woman but i can't mm-hmm. really tell if she's swirly if she's biracial if she's latinx so i'll just say this if she's becky or Karen, or her their sister cousin Brittany, he's about to lose his black female. You want to make a bet, and you know why? You want to make a bet? I bet they don't leave. Make him. a bet? What? That they leave him? I don't think they'll leave him. I think he'll continue to get what he's getting. I mean, you'll continue to because honestly, it was. I mean, you know, well, I, I'll leave it at that. I, I know mean, it's his business. I, 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 I know it's his continue. business. Business as usual. But wait, but yeah. but the woman that he's allegedly dating now, and I've seen her picture. It's he made it so it's kind of difficult to tell. She might just be a girl named Vanessa with a tan. I don't know. Actually, I don't care. But um, so let's talk about Lori Harvey. Okay. Now I'm not trying to body count, but let's say she's got some miles on her car. We've got Drake, we've got Future, we've got Trey Songs, we've got Puffy and his son. And and now supposedly um she is dating this uh I love women of colored uh, rapper Jack Harlow. And I guess now he's down with the swirl. I streets is saying that she's turned him out. She's like her mama turned out Steve Harvey. And I'm just calling the thing a thing. So, 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 so I guess because uh, Jack Harlow's got his KFC commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Let me, I here. saw that. I just, I just saw. Wait, I just saw it last night. Go ahead. I'm like, okay, uh, heart attack and diabetes waiting oh to happen. God. I'm like, that's the best you can do. But hey, I, you know what? Mm. But if you think about it, almost every hood in America 
has a few things and one of them is a KFC. And that I think is why Popeye's has said, okay, well, in, you know, recognition of our anniversary, they're rolling back their two piece of 59 cents. Again, it's still not healthy. So, uh, yeah, Lori Harvey, she has a type and it's not Michael B. Jordan. It's she likes, to, you know, she want to be out there dipping yeah. it low, spreading it ride and Tootsie rolling. And she likes those bad boy rappers. So let's just see how long before she, um, yeah, and last, last point, Jack last Harlow. point, she deleted every every mention or picture uh, of him off her social media. Let's move on. What you got? Well, you know, okay. Well, let's talk about <laughs> more more dumb donkey. Yeah. I am so sick of Mo. Like I said last week, I said Monique is always somebody else's fault. Tyler Perry's fault. Lee Daniels' oh, fault. Oprah's Lord. fault. Netflix's fault. It's always somebody else's fault. And you know now this whole thing with her and D.L. Ugly, I think she's taking it a little too far because if you have a beef with him, take it up with him. Don't talk about his family, his children. Don't try to put him on front street. Don't put his address on the internet. Come, let me you know, play. Let me play people, the video. Let me play the clip, and then we'll come back. Please, please the play clip. the clip. This is the please clip from Comedy it. High on YouTube. I want to go How I let a man touch my child, which nothing could be further from the truth. They were both 13 years old. They were boy, they were, they were friends that had grown up together. And, and this is something I lament to this day. Denied that she, I said, well, you know, that's what kids do. And I, I will never forgive myself for not A, believing her and, and B, handling it the way I did. But for Monique, A, to put a man in that room, which never happened, and B, to bring up sexual trauma in an argument that has nothing to do with what you're talking about is unconscionable. My my daughter Tyler addressed it, my daughter Ryan addressed it with her in a letter. And the thing that I was most proud about in the letter is not only that she held her held high because she's, she's supposed to. The other thing is she said there are legitimate things you could have gone after my father about because my children know exactly who I am. They know they know that I'm not perfect. They know that I'm flawed. And none of them would have a problem with you assailing things that are really true. But you and your husband putting a man in my but you and your husband putting a man in my daughter's room. And that is not what I said. And you weaponizing and, and weaponizing and using in a trite argument shows exactly how low you are. You are a monster. You literally are. Who says they love women and are there for women and protect the babies and would trot out someone's sexual trauma just to use in an argument? My family. You don't get to do that. I don't know if you ever had a man who loved you as much as I love my children. I don't know if you've ever had anybody who's standing in your city because the man next to you damn sure ain't doing it. All he's doing is wrecking what's left of the rubble of a career that you're pretending to be trying to build back. Leave my children alone. You are a horrible woman. You love women like Ike loves Tina. Damn. This woman over here, you know one thing for sure. I love you. And I'd never let it. And I'm your daddy for real. And you don't have to pay me for it. <laughs> Maybe one day you will get to be as small as you often act. Wow. Just wow. But the, the, the icing on the cake was you love women like Ike loved Tina. Damn. Tina. Pow, pow. But you know, but the other thing is, you know, a lot of times hurt people hurt people. And we all know she's talked about the trauma that she's experienced and she felt that nobody stepped up and, you know, and believed her and, and, you know, was her advocate like DL said he did for his daughter, you know, and, and it seems like whenever she is like, she's triggered by, you know, her personal trauma. And more recently, her sister Millicent has called her out for her self-sabotaging behavior and her misplaced anger. 
Now, I said, I don't know if Millie wanted some money and Monique said no, but, you know, I get it. And and even Mo, she should. I think that Millicent should have maybe she couldn't. I don't know. Spoke to Monique because it's like, you know, what certain things you still need to keep in the house. And this is probably one of them. And the fact that, you know, Monique felt like she wasn't defended by or believed by her family. She did not attend her parents funerals. OK. And, you know, and the thing about it is she's out here blasting D.L. Ugly's kids. You know, people in glass houses should not throw stones. Yeah. Let's talk about your kids, okay? Yeah, you, you know, it's just so crazy it, it, to me again, Tanya B, with everything that's going on in the world right now, it's just sad to see these two high for high profile black people going at it in such a high profile way and not addressing some of the issues that truly impact our community right now. Now, I know, again, I mentioned the fact that DL has a show, so he's talking about just, he's talking about more than just that, but it's consuming everything he is right now. You know what I mean? Same thing with with, uh, with Monique. And, and honestly, I, I've said this on the podcast before. I mean, I was the one who came out and, you know, even on the podcast, I'm, I supported her with Netflix. I've supported her and all these little beefs she's had with, with, uh, you know, Lee Daniels and multiple people, Steve and, and Oprah and et cetera, et cetera. But it gets to a certain point where it's just exhausting for people who support her or support, you know, as someone who sees her talent and, and kind of sees the era of, of some of these other celebrities who have, um, I guess, dissed her, <laughs> you know, but, but there's it's kinda, a reason why yeah, there's you, a reason why now, now it's starting to become clear. Maybe that I mean, not maybe, but there is a reason why. But I'll, I'll let you yeah. go ahead and finish that. And that, you know, and just, you know, again, saying that it's always somebody else's fault. And word from the curb is, you know, it's like her husband, Jer, uh, and I'll just say allegedly word from the curb is that um, her husband is actually the wife in that relationship. And I'll let y'all marinate on that and maybe you'll catch up with that next week. You know, <laughs> but the thing is, you know, after 13 years of being out, Monique is getting let back in. But it's almost like she does not know how to get out of her own way. You know, you can't keep blaming other people for your issues. You have to do some self-reflection, sis. Yeah. I mean, and I, and I just now. wanted to honestly wrap up the story with DL's response. Maybe she'll have a response, but honestly, I don't want to spend, continue to spend time on this. No, but she wants to keep something going. So he would keep it. He would let it go and, you know, and let the new cycle, you know, just go, you know, again, if she's all about that, why isn't she being an advocate for, you know, uh, drug, uh, uh, human trafficking and, and, you know, teen child sexual abuse. Why don't she have a foundation? Why don't she do something like that instead of going after people that, you know, (laughs) I don't know. They it's have just, a much larger platform than her. It's just it, crazy. You know, no, people are getting people are getting tired of it. It's no exhausting. one's going to go pay 60, 70, 80, 100 dollars. He heard talk about D.L. Ugly and why she thinks she should be a headliner 25 years after the Queens of Comedy. Yeah. Curl so true. Down. What anyway. else you got? You got, got anything uh, else? I got lastly, I, I want to talk something. about this. And, you know, this is a thing. It really, to me, is a health issue. Justin Bieber has talked about um, how he's had to cancel more dates because he's got this. Um, what is it called? Uh, it's called uh, Ramsey 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 Hunt Ramsey Hunt syndrome, yeah. which is very much like Bell's palsy. Where you know, well, they say his, it's uh, they the say moment. it's far worse than than Bell's palsy. Well, it, it's okay, yeah. Because one thing I know, somebody that had a Bell's palsy, you can come back from. I know some singers that have had it and they've come back, but sometimes it doesn't, and mm-hmm. it can affect your ability to speak, your ability to sing, and things along that line. And one thing I, in reading about it over the weekend, one thing that was mentioned was that if you have had COVID, you yep. know. 
that that's what that can exacerbate the effects of it. So all these young people think, oh, I had COVID and I snapped back from it and I'm okay. No, you're not. That has lifelong effects. And you look at his wife. She had the mini stroke. She had COVID. She had the blood clot. You know, and these are young people. So, you know, if nothing else, I hope he's speaking out to educate people, but to also teach young folks that just because you had COVID and you think you got over it, Hmm. that's not the case. You know, this happened. He had COVID, uh, what, three, four months ago. And now he's just got, you know, this issue. So, you know, I I would say to people, you know, when you're out there Tootsie rolling in them streets, you got to remember, you know, it could happen to you. Well, a lot lot of people are saying and and doctors are saying, you know, when it comes down to Ramsey Hunt, um, if it's not aggressively treated in the beginning, then it could lead to permanent hearing loss. And, And again, you know, as as somebody who's been in audio for so many years, per, you know, personally uh, and, yes. and as an artist, when you start, when your hearing is affected, everything is affected. I mean, you know, I mean, you up, at, you're a musician. I mean, yeah, you know, you look people saying. wearing the uh, what do you call it? The, the monitors in their oh, ears. And it, you have a lot of artists that have hearing issues. Look at Phil Collins. Yeah. Hearing mm-hmm. your hearing changes everything when it comes down to even even being on on tone on, also on, your you equilibrium know. oh yes yeah. and he's having equilibrium equilibrium problems but the also also the other thing which is interesting and it's not typical for a 28 year old um this is also related to chicken pox and shingles uh the same virus yeah. that's in you causes yeah, yep. the ramsey hunt syndrome and you know yeah, what we're so all born with that yeah. and some we're all born with that. And some people, it stays dormant in their life, the rest of their life. Some people might have Bell's palsy. They might have this, uh, I call it the Ryan Thomas. I know that's not the right name for it. You know, and just all those things, it comes from chicken pox. And you yeah. look at these people chicken now that have these rough, kids. But, but let me say this. <laughs> look rough. at all the people that won't vaccinate their kids against chicken pox. Yeah. I, let me tell you all, and, and this is before there was a vax for chicken pox. I played mm-hmm. basketball in high school. I was in 10th grade. I got chicken pox in 10th grade. That's the worst. When you get chicken pox older in life, that it will stay with you long. I know somebody who after. did. And, and they, had them in their, they had them in their ears. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, they everywhere. I had them in the fifth grade. But <laughs> I mean, I was in my whole Christmas breakup. High school. You well, know, so, let me ask you something. As, as play, a musician. Man. You know, whether you have those people that sing and those people that also play instruments, yeah. how would something like this ailment that Justin Bieber has? And a lot of times you think, oh, I don't feel good. This is going on. And back then, you know, back in the 70s, people would just pump through and push through. They didn't really put health, you know, on the on the forefront. You know, how looking at, say, Justin Bieber or just say somebody, let's go to Sugarfoot. Or let's go to, you know, they said at, at one time in Ohio, there were no men there. They were all out on tour. How does that actually affect a musician and your ability yeah. to make a living? Oh, it will be terrible. I mean, you know, being able to play, learn songs, sing, you know what I mean? Keep yeah. up and being rhythmic and enjoying it too, having fun. Oh, it'll tear it apart. I can just imagine, you yeah. know, just having having to deal with that but then having to perform, especially if you're one that gives it your all all the time and really love it. Oh, man. I've seen guys have strokes and just other simple stuff, and it's it's terrible. And and, and yeah, what he has, you know, and, and, yeah, I want to go ahead and, and, and just mention to folks, and then we'll, we, we, we got a little bit. I don't want to keep you too long because I know you're cooking too. But this is what people say. Basically, it is similar to a stroke, you know, basically what he's, mm. the symptoms he's dealing with. Are, are very similar to a stroke. So, you know, and I, I know a lot of people look at, at Bieber and they say, ah, you know, white boy, blah, 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 blah. He had a number one R&B single. I mean, Peaches was number one 
you know, on multiple formats, R&B, yeah. uh, uh, Hot 100, Pop, yeah. uh, you know, nation, I mean, international. I mean, he's been around for a long but he has time. A, he has a lot of uh, yeah. urban artists that he has features oh, on yeah. his, you know, like he, you know, he had Peaches and then he's got, uh, what's that guy? Uh, there was something I just saw. And not just, you know, artists over here, international artists who I saw a clip from somebody from when he was over in London. So, you know, I'll, I'll give him five on it for bringing, you know, the brothers on and, you know, giving them the, the you know, giving them their coin in their bag. Yeah. But I mean, again, K-Dub, I go back to this whole thing with musicians. You have musicians that might play a three or a 5,000 seat you know, a venue, but Bieber is an arena act. And you know, you think about when yeah. you're up in the nosebleed seats and you, hey, you hear all that feedback. Could you imagine mm-hmm. how that can mess with you? Oh, you know, just it's overall. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy. even the big old stage in a big old place. It'll it, it, it throw everything off. Yeah, yeah. All right, so just a couple of things and then we'll wrap up on the tea. Uh, just some couple, you know, things that are out this week. I know, a lot, a lot of y'all uh, ain't watching January 6th, but but most of you who aren't watching January 6th already know the deal, and you don't need that cult deprogramming. So I get it. So I understand. But, you know, we've got, um, and as we tape the, the Tonys, which, you know, nobody, but there, there's some black plays that are up for some big awards. So if you enter the Tony Several. Awards, it's going to be on Jesse demand. Jesse Williams. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And his junk. Yep. <laughs> then there's also, um, there's also the one, uh, or what is it, uh, root something about an yeah. usher named Usher who comes yeah. out, and I just learned about that. But yeah, we represent, and then the, I love the fact that Ariana DeBose is is the host. She said she's an Afro-Latina. She's everything. She's Afro-Latina, mm-hmm. you know, out LGBTQ, proud, but you know, she, she's a bad motor school. She can sing, dance, and act. So yep. I'm She'll glad they got a host of Color. Yeah, she'll be one of the yeah, hosts. They they and, need her. They want a younger know, audience. I don't know if y'all have seen Apple uh Schmigadoon uh with her and the guy from uh Saturday Night Live. Uh, but they've given that a second season, so that's coming back oh, on really? Apple. Schmigadoon is coming back. Okay. Uh Ben Crump, and I know I know I know how you feel, so don't go there yet. But um there is a documentary coming out on June nineteenth on Netflix that releases overnight on on June nineteenth, three AM. Civil Ben Crump. It's a documentary that that chronicles the life of Ben Crump. So if you end up Ben Crump, there you go on Netflix. Uh, the first lady, the season finale, uh, season one uh, is going to be June 19th as well. Uh, also, if you didn't go see it in the theater, Doctor Strange in the Multi-Universe of Madness, uh, that is going to be on Disney Plus uh, June 22nd. If you haven't had a chance to see it, it does hit the stream on June 22nd. And on June 26th, this is crazy, but the BET Awards uh, is coming to BET at 8 o'clock on June 26th. Uh, also, The Shy, the, the actual uh, debut of The Shy will be on at 9 o'clock on um, the season five. The uh, debut of season five is going to be on. Uh, also, I got to shout out Jurassic Park. I'm going to give Jurassic Park its due because everybody hated <laughs> They gave that movie some horrible reviews. And, you know, the one, did y'all see uh, Netflix? She's got to have it. The sister who played the lead role. Uh, she's in the Jurassic uh, Park. DeWanda Wise. Yep, DeWanda Wise. And she's getting her come up now. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. About Good for her. So being mm-hmm. in a movie that made yeah. $380 million internationally the first weekend ain't bad. $140 million uh, in the U.S. And, and this this hurt me, y'all. This really hurt me bad. This cut me. This cut me to the to the root. What do they say? To cut the you, white meat. To, to the, the white, white meat. meat. Um, oh but, lord! Uh, cut me to the cure. Yeah. <laughs> to the cute. Um, Ted Lasso is the final season. Season three is going to be it. 
I, I thought that they would at least try to take it to season five. It's getting kind it, of intense. I know a lot of y'all may not be into Ted Lasso. It is a funny ass show. It's, it is it's funny. diverse. And but they are ending the show uh, with the next season, season three. But it's going to be over. I, I think yeah. um, Jason Sudeikis has something else you know, on tap that he's going to be doing. So he won't be completely off the radar. Okay. I'll give him that. Well, but I got to give funny. it up. Uh, Ted Lasso, again, one of my favorite shows. In addition to that, yeah. if you haven't been watching The Man Who Fell From Earth, excellent, man. I am just so caught up in this show. Sure. I uh, what? I can't. I've tried three times. Um, he, well, you good may show. not, but I'm here to tell Oof. you. For Good me, uh, what'd what you, what you say, K-Dub? What'd you say, K-Dub? K-Dub? Any thoughts? <laughs> I, mean, I like it. It's a good show. It's I love show. it. See, I'm sci-fi. I'm the sci-fi geek on the podcast. So from, from my standpoint, let me mute. Oh, Vi, so am Vi, I. Vi, Vi I out, love sci-fi. Vi out. What you doing, Vi? You out on the, on the, are you out on the patio talking to people and birds chirping? It's, I had birds chirping like he in it's, Mayberry. It sounds like a mini Ripperton album going on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the bird. That's the bird. Come and sing, Lay the birds alone. Sound like a mini Richardson album going on. K Dub, lay down that bass line. Y'all, city folks, y'all need to hear these birds. The birds chirping. But yeah, I'm a sci fi geek too. That's a pretty good show. It is. I mean, I am. It's yeah. intense. It's it is intense. intense. I've been very pleased with the direction. It's a, and, and I think it's going to be, I hope it's a limited series. I was telling somebody, I was talking to Lady J about it, and I was basically saying, you know, we can't take another season of this. It's so intense from week to week. Um, I don't see this. I hope they don't try to con, uh, extend it. There, there are just some, some that, like, it, it's just like when I looked at uh, Ptolemy Gray. Ptolemy Gray is a limited type of series. Yes. It needed to end when it ended. Same thing with if you watch Midnight Mass on Netflix, which I thought was brilliant. Um, that only needed to be one limited series. But but and, and I think same thing with this. I just hope they don't try to extend it, try to take it past um, you know, this first season. So good, you know, if you haven't had a chance, I'd love I'd love your feedback. Plus I, I want to say you can go to castropolis.net. Uh, if you go to castropolis.net, we'd love your feedback on any of the topics we've talked about today, uh, especially, you know, uh, I've got a couple of questions I'm going to get to in just a minute, but I want to find out what Tanya B's cooking. But go to castropolis.net. <laughs> we have a way for you to engage. And actually, besides sending the typical email, you can leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are. If you watch, you know, the June 6th, I'm sorry, the January 6th, uh, you know, cult deprogramming, then, you know, we'd love to hear, you know, what you have, your thoughts on that. We'd love to hear whether or not you think the gun control um, moves that Congress is making right now, if it's enough. We'd love your thoughts. Also, one other thing, and, and we'll, we'll we'll wrap it and get to you, Tanya B. Uh, AOC was talking on the Sunday shows today, and they asked her, well, Biden's running for 2024. He hasn't officially announced, but he's been hinting at the fact that he will be running in 2024. And they asked her, will you be supporting him? Uh, and she said, uh, 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 <laughs> and then she I finally said, said, the question is, we'll will that. he be, <laughs> no, will, no, he be alive? will he be alive in 2024, she, yo? She All said, right. she said, ignoring Tanya B, she said, <laughs> she said, we will reach that when we get to it. 
and left it at that. So, and then the um, the show uh, host came back and said, so are you saying no? What are you saying? And she said, again, we will reach that when we get to it. And and you could go on. I'd, I'd love your thoughts as well. Go to, um, again, castropolis.net, click on the G podcast, and there's a link that takes you to our people poll. We would love your thoughts on any of the comments, anything we talked about today. We'd love you to jump in. In addition to that, um, if you can't get the links, by the way, I'm going to leave this number uh, and I'll make sure it's on the podcast notes as well. And, and y'all take this down. Even even the the crew take this number down. If, if you are trying to get the link to play the podcast, just uh, text. You know how to text to get text to win, text to whatever. Text uh, G pod, G P O D to not four seven zero nine two eight one two five five. So if you text G P O D to four seven zero nine two eight one two five five, it will send you the link uh, to our player, which includes all the ways you can subscribe and share. Uh, just you can keep that, and I'll make sure that's on our notes as well. Uh, but but before we go, and and I I, I got to do this before we go. Here we go. Every time I come in the kitchen. You in the kitchen. What's cooking, Tanya B? Before, you know, as we are going toward the end of the show, just a few more minutes left. Tanya B, what you cooking? You told us just I'm cooking. Uh, yeah, I I, re- I took, I reached back, not reached, reached. I reached back to a recipe. And today I did cook the other white meat, but you can do this with chicken or whatever, you know, turkey, or tofu, whatever you want to do. <laughs> it's a, a honey butter. I did a pork roast today, but it's just honey butter, salt, pepper, basically. And, and that's about it. And I put it in the skillet. And put it, you know, take took it from the stove, put it in the oven, and then I just did some garlic mashed potatoes, and I did some Tuscan seasoned broccoli, and it was delicious. I actually ate uh, at five fifteen. I ate early today, good stuff. so it was good. But let me tell you this: but next week, but you know, next week um, I won't be here. But my Juneteenth menu is going to be. I, I, I bought a grill, so now everything I, I want to grill everything is going to be uh, shrimp kebabs and uh, oysters Rockefeller on the grill and some salmon. Hey, let me let me say this to you. And maybe too. a rib uh, or two. A rib yes. or two. And there are turkey ribs. Turkey yeah. ribs are good. Yeah. Y'all need to really be careful in buying meat from these stores these days because with the shortages and everything, a lot of what they're giving us is really shitty. I will say that. It is and it's and it's been frozen and, and especially when it comes to fish. Yes. I, I've noticed that. Um yeah. I'm and, talking and about dealing we- with you know, like I, this week, um, and I'm not gonna say where I got it, you can only assume, but you I'll know, say. stomach stomach issues, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bu- the whole bu- house. Yeah, bubble gut. Yeah, you yeah. have bubble gut. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you gotta be really you do. And like I said, a lot of this stuff is frozen, thawed out, and re <laughs> and refrozen again. I'll take your word for it. But you know, again, and whenever that happens, when, no, listen, whenever that happens, yeah. don't just say I don't feel good. I got bubble gut. You have two weapons. One is yes, you can go to the store's website, the corporate website, and put them on blast. But I'm gonna tell you something. Whenever that is anything like remotely like that's happened to me, yeah. I go to social media, and I'm telling you, I got instant results because no store wants bad PR like that when they're selling outdated merchandise and it's not good you i'm telling you that's how you do it it's worked for me so i suggest i'm here to tell you social media the meat the stuff that they're pushing the stuff that they're putting out because uh you know you can go to stores right now i don't know where you shop specifically but you go into a lot of these stores now and and it's bare the cupboards are just certain times of the day the cupboards are freaking bare and the stuff that they give you just to make sure that they can sell something it's not good. 
it's not good. Mm. So uh, most yeah. people won't say anything again. You know, like back in the day when they had those hood markets and, you know, folks of, of color just had to take what they were given. They, you know, if I complain, you know, I won't be able to come in the store. And if we complain, it's, it's going to get worse. No, you have the power now. So I'd say, you know, to, again, take it to social media. But I'm telling you guys, wants, really be careful. No, be, be careful. And it doesn't matter whether if you go to Walmart or if you go where I go, if you go to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, you know, or you just have to, again, it's just like anything else. You've got to be careful. Just don't take what someone gives you. And if you're not satisfied and if it's not right, please speak up, because if we don't speak up, they're going to continue to do it because yeah. they're going to get away with it. It's like rewarding it's bad. bad behavior. So please speak up. I don't care if it's fish, fowl, if it's an onion, Chicken. If it's, you know, produce, whatever. Anything like that. Yeah, it's bad. Speak up because, you know, I will. And it's really worse even during the summer. But I'll leave it at that, because in a lot of cases, they can't keep the the, uh, freezers uh, and the refrigeration areas cold enough. They're not they're not doing a good job of keeping them cold enough. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, Also, y'all don't forget, go to 470. if If you need the podcast player. The way you help us, I'm not um, I'm not on here asking for tithing offerings and money and blah, blah, blah. Give, y'all, give. You know, wow. I'm, I'm not, wow. But I'm wow. not out here asking you to tithe and offer. The, the way you help us grow is to share. If you want to get the player, you can share with your friends. All you have to do is, is, is ask, just text GPOD to 470-928-1255. Again, text GPOD to 470-928-1255. 9281255 that's G is in goat P is in Paul O is in Oscar D is in David G pod like the G podcast but G pod text that to 4709281255 let me make sure that y'all say well you were stumbling i couldn't understand okay 4709281255 you know how they are you know you ask black people hey check out the show you know i was trying to get to it but girl, i could come on. I wrote the number down <laughs> wrong. Number. He was talking too fast. <laughs> so you know what I'm yes. saying. But you know, and, and I, I guess if I fell off, I was if I was literally giving us country the the soundtrack to nature. Are you still there? I heard no, I heard the birds. I was I was waiting for somebody, you know. <laughs> Spit tobacco, but mm, whatever. You wrong. All right, so how are we no, going to get gone. the benediction? He's gone. He just uh, fell off Hard. the show. Mm. But, but at least he tried. And again, y'all pray for Vi with the, you know, with the, because uh, he is in the midst of an Android crisis because he is an Apple. <laughs> He's an iPhone guy. Hey, as is. K-Dub in the Android the crisis. same exact thing. That shit is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's bad. So y'all pray for Vi. He's hanging in there. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all, last, last thoughts. Any last thoughts? I'm going to start with you, K-Dub, before we wrap up. My same one. These days and times, stay alert and stay aware. Not paranoid, but just if you're going out, know what you're doing, know where you're going, and be on high alert. Yes. It's nuts out here, Yeah, as we all know. Big time. Tanya B? Yeah. Say the same thing. You know, just, you know, be aware of your surroundings at all times. You know, don't you can't put your guard down. So, again, all of y'all are out there tootsie rolling and dipping it low and spreading it wide like nothing has ever happened. You can't do that. The case in point, Al Sharpton got COVID. He was out yeah. there. I mean, I, I know he was out there speaking at funerals and doing things. And, and I, I give him five on it for that. But Reverend Al, what were you and Aisha doing before and after them funerals is what I want to know. So, again, we wish him well. But you have wow. to, you know, 
Yeah. You have to be careful. Just, you know, again, just be smart and, you know, and look out for people. Yeah, I agree. Especially, and, you know, your yeah. immediate family. In, you know. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. As we close, y'all, I want to play this from Bernie Thompson. Uh, this is part of the speech that he gave uh, to open up the uh, the hearings uh, this week on, on, on January 6th. So I want to go ahead and play this. Here we go. Must do much more than just look backwards. The cause of our democracy remains in danger. The conspiracy to thwart the will of the people is not over. There are those in this audience who thirst for power, but have no love or respect for what makes America great. Devotion to the Constitution, allegiance to the rule of law, a shared journey to build a more perfect union. January 6th and the lies that led to insurrection have put two and a half centuries of constitutional democracy at risk. The world is watching what we do here. America has long been expected to be a shining city on the hill, a beacon of hope and freedom, a model for others when we are at our best. How can we play that role when our house is in such disorder? We must confront the truth with candor, resolve, and determination. We need to show that we are worthy of the gifts that are the birthright of every American. That begins here, and it begins now, with a true accounting of what happened and what led to the attack on our Constitution and our democracy. In this moment, when the dangers of our Constitution and our democracy loom large, nothing could be more important. Working alongside the public servants on this dais has been one of the greatest honors of my time in Congress. It's been a particular privilege to count as a partner in this effort and to count as a friend, the gentlewoman from Wyoming, Ms. Cheney. She's a patriot, a public servant of profound courage, of devotion to her oath and the Constitution. Hey, I just want to say again, I want to end on that note and just say thank you also to all the folks who wish me uh, happy 58th this year. I said it. I said it. And uh, especially, you know, to all the folks on my Facebook and on my social media and even the bots, even the bots came out, the whole the Russian bots and the Chinese bots who who, wow. who, who talk to you and then go off. <laughs> and next thing you know, it's it's like the body snatchers when you're talking to somebody and all of a sudden it's not them. It's a duplicate account. So I want to shout them out, too. So, y'all, with that, uh, episode 133 is in the can and we greatly appreciate your support. Thank you so much. And with that, power to the people and peace. Hallelujah. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.